welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Adkins. And I'm Christian Cabrera. And today is our summer of fun finale. We are covering <laughs> the Goonies. <laughs> Woo! It's like the perfect last day of summer movie, honestly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like totally brings back that feeling of like when summer's ending when you're like around that age, like probably like around 10 or somewhere around right. there. And you're just like, I have to fit in every adventure that I want to go on before I go back to school <laughs> or else I can't do it ever again. Exactly. Even though I'm pretty sure this is not summer at all. <laughs> no, I mean, it definitely looks like it's fall, winter, but <laughs> yeah, but you know, something to look forward to. <laughs> exactly. Maybe it's a, uh, it's, you know, winter break let's say that yeah start of fall well mm-hmm. it just has that like air of you know it's our last chance to do something and so yeah yeah it feels correct for this last summer of whatever we feel like <laughs> <laughs> yes before we get back into our you know school quote-unquote school starting <laughs> covering the actual stuff that the podcast is named yeah, after the stuff that you, you've come uh, but uh, do you, but um, go ahead. I was just going to say, I've really enjoyed this summer so far. Of Me too. Just doing whatever our whims decided we should do. <laughs> Me too. It's been a lot of fun. And I think I, I had texted you earlier about it. But as of this recording, the next day, the Meg 2 is coming out. So <laughs> we might Crazy. be doing that next summer. Who knows? <laughs> oh, definitely. Maybe. Well, maybe we should do another Camp Shark, but like the Meg too and well we'll figure it out but there's plenty of campy shark movies that we can cover (laughs) oh for sure I mean Jaws 4 isn't there a Jaws 4 (laughs) yeah if there's one thing that this summer of we we need to name it we need I don't know what it was but whatever this summer of whatever we wanted was Mm -hmm. I think in the future we'll definitely incorporate a little more of that into our regularly scheduled programming just because definitely you know, I feel like, not that I was burnt out necessarily, but I was just like, you know, a little tired of doing the same thing all the time. So mm-hmm. I feel like this reinvigorated me to do. Oh, definitely. To go back to what we were originally doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's also fun to kind of find these tie-ins that somehow relate it back to what we're actually totally. gonna, like covering at the core of the podcast. So I think definitely. it's very needed to give the listeners and ourselves a break and have a little fun yeah and we have a big list now so we've got plenty to continue to choose from exactly mostly all my sister (laughs) not all of them but mostly so if you guys want to add yours to the list please write us in and let us know definitely yeah one needs some recommendations for next summer definitely yeah and i mean we're probably going to want to do something for Halloween that's not necessarily mm-hmm. Jane Austen or David Lynch. And for Christmas, you never know. So, exactly. you know, send in your holiday movies as well. <laughs> exactly. I love a good holiday movie. <laughs> oh, I'm ready for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I feel like this is a good, like, it is, like, very fall, this movie. It does kind of feel like the town should be decorated for Halloween because everything is so like, I don't want to say like gloomily, gloomily lit, but it's like, it's got <laughs> it that like, so like misty and yeah, or, it's got like that yeah, it's moody blue undertones where it's like, 
not necessarily overcast, but it feels like there should be brown leaves everywhere and yeah, yeah, pumpkin. It's all rainy and yeah, yeah. I assume it's fall. It definitely feels like it. So, but it's like on the west coast, so I'm not really sure. Do they have leaves that change in the fall? Even I think it just goes from dry to wet. Yeah, I don't know much, if anything, about the West Coast because I've never been. So, <laughs> but I just dream about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am worried that if I do go to the specifically the Northwest Coast, that I might not return. So, rather <laughs> yeah, return to Florida, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, so. Well, we'll save all of our Florida talk for the next episode, our check-in. Oh, but yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> for now, let's just enjoy this nostalgic, fun movie. Did you yes. watch this when you were a kid at all? Because this was definitely before your time. It was. I did not. I think the first time I watched it was probably like two or three years ago. I think it was in the pandemic. Oh, wow. <laughs> or just post-lockdown. Because this is one of Josh's favorite movies ever. I mean, that w- it was course. very much like, <laughs> it's very much like a childhood favorite of his and like a lifelong favorite of his. But um, mm-hmm. I had never seen it. And, you know, this was my second time watching it. And it's so good. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely, oh, well, I'm glad you said that because, you know, you never know if people come to something later. Even watching it this time, I was like, Wow, things I never noticed before about this movie. <laughs> like some of the stakes are a little insane to me. But oh, looking back yeah. on it. <laughs> <laughs> there are definitely like some things where it's like it's like that eighties thing where it's like it's a kids movie, but like adult situations are happening left and right. Like I remember this time watching it when Chunk is in the freezer. I was like, oh, I forgot that these people killed, like, they killed people. (laughs) (laughs) And we see dead bodies. And (laughs) totally. (laughs) It was like, oh, I forgot I'm watching this kind of movie. Uh, But I kind of like, there's something so magical and definitely nostalgic of this time period, like, especially Steven Spielberg movies, where it's like these adventure movies. They have like this giant heart that you can feel. Yeah. And it just is like a very warm feeling. And I feel like we don't, I I can't remember the last time I had that feeling while watching of like a more modern movie. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Watching all these like nostalgic favorites, especially this one, because I also watched this movie so much. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it came on HBO when I was a kid. I assumed that it came on every other month because... I'm sure. I don't know if anyone is young enough to not remember how HBO used to work back in cable days. I was listening, but... Uh, it was just like one channel and it would play, you know, a lineup of stuff. And mm-hmm. when I was a kid, there was only one HBO and it would play Goonies like at least every other month <laughs> because it would have a movie for a month and it would play it like three times a day. And mm-hmm. I swear, I probably watched this movie like a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's like the perfect like growing up movie that it's like it's always so funny and it's so like adventures. Like I it's in a way where it's like Indiana Jones, but if like it was Indiana Jones Jr. Yes, it was remind me a lot of the Temple of Doom actually, except yeah. for, you know, without the like <laughs> there was kissing even, but it wasn't as much like heart ripping out, but you know, yeah. the stakes were also high. There's yeah. just like something about this one time period that and I don't know if it's just my nostalgic memory of it, but it's like 
it just I really love these like crazy adventure movies from this time period, which maybe yeah. is why I love like adventure games and mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, I just I think... don't feel like there's this kind of movie anymore. Maybe there is, and I just don't watch them. Yeah, I well, I I had me thinking, and I wonder if, you know, because it was the '80s, and it was everything was like much more like lax back then, especially with like kids were allowed to kind of just do whatever they wanted, and you go out, <laughs> and it was. I feel like a lot of times these movies definitely like have that nostalgic feeling for that time period, but it also like sort of for purposeful reasons ignores like the very like treacherous parts of that time period of like (laughs) how dangerous it was for kids to be kind of doing the stuff on their own so i wonder (laughs) if that's kind of why these movies don't really exist anymore because it's kind of not really a thing well yeah well definitely we don't let kids just run around i don't know that it was that dangerous because you know all my friends managed to survive their childhood but uh yeah well it's just like it's I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like modern day looking back. Yeah, I just, we definitely have a different mindset now. <laughs> yeah. And especially like thinking about how rampant like violent crime was back then. It's just so interesting to see like <laughs> a, a lot of people still made it out somehow. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it was more talking about like Reaganomics or whatever because it was about uh-huh. like the economy of the town and stepping on the little definitely. guy and <laughs> definitely well yeah and it's like it's it's if i don't know there's a lot of is more i look up about it it's like really interesting to think about like what was considered i guess you could say like poor back then because the house they have is humongous <laughs> i know it was like man i wish i lived in this little town in which all the poor houses are right by the ocean with a great view <laughs> and are huge. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which I uh, guess is why they could get so easily foreclosed upon because they right. were all very much in debt. <laughs> Def- yeah, I guess maybe they made themselves. It was not necessarily that they were in poor economic conditions. They made themselves poor by overbuying houses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think at the 80s, it was definitely a big time of just like, rack up debt, it's fine. We all have credit cards. We all, you know, write checks and and balance. (laughs) And I feel like that's around the time period that the idea of credit was like really introduced. Because I feel like I heard recently that it was like sometime in the 80s or maybe late 70s, which is like kind of shocking to think about because it feels so recent. But people back then were just like... (sighs) It's credit. Who cares? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, let's get into it because yeah. I was watching this movie like I was going to get a test on it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, let's see if you can follow the notes. So this movie was released June 7, 1985. It was directed... (laughs) Yes? No, I was just thinking, 85. (laughs) (laughs) It was directed by Richard Donner, and it was written by... Did he do something with Death Becomes Her? Uh, Let's see, let's see. I didn't look it up, but my brain was like, 
Richard Donner. You just did his movie, but... No, he uh, was known for... Um, I think he directed Superman, the 1978. He was. Mm. I think he also directed Lethal Weapon. I I don't know. Maybe it was Tales Robert from the Crypt Zemeckis or something. <laughs> <laughs> Robert oh, Tales Zemeckis. From the Crypt? Yeah, he directed Tales from the Crypt, the series. Well, oh, so but he didn't do Death Becomes. No, he um he did Scrooge, <laughs> and he did a, he did a couple Cindy Lauper things. <laughs> well, that makes sense. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, he's definitely like a staple of the 80s. Okay, and sorry, the 70s. that's a derailist. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Um, and then story was by Steven Spielberg, but the screenplay was written by Chris Columbus. Ah, oh, Harry Potter. <laughs> yep, Harry Potter, The Hell, Rent the Movie. Lots of stuff. He definitely is like, look, just like looking at his IMDb, he definitely is like of this type, like a Steven Spielberg I think of, like, movies uh-huh. like Super 8 and stuff like that, like, that have that, like, kids on an adventure quality. Yes. <laughs> um, and then for our cast, which is, like, kind of... Cr- it, I was telling Josh, it's kind of funny to, like, look at these cast members as kids and then see them now <laughs> as, like, full adults because... I know. They're so young. I know. They're, I know. God. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, we had Sean Astin as Mikey, Josh Brolin as Brand. Jeff Cohen is Chunk, Corey Feldman is Mouth, Carrie Green is Andy. Marth- ah, I loved Andy. I, I know she was her... great. Did you ever see Lucas? No. What's it's that? like an another eighties movie. It's about like I think Corey, the other Corey, Corey Haim, Corey Feldman, the one who's not in this movie. Corey is like Haim, I think. Haim, Haim, Haim is like a young kid who wants to play football, but he's little, and mm. she. Is like a cheerleader and he gets to play at the end anyway i'm pretty sure it was the other Corey who wasn't in this one but she was in that one and yes you're correct <laughs> the two Corys, because they do be they do work together later on and become like friends and stuff oh yeah yeah uh, i definitely <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know how i missed this the first time because I, I don't know if i just didn't recognize her but martha plimpton is steph i did not realize you didn't that realize martha- it Oh no, gosh. I don't know why. This the second time I was like, wait, what? It's just crazy. <laughs> Kihi Kwan as Data, which yeah, is like he's so having a re- I renaissance know. right now. <laughs> <laughs> John Matuzak as Sloth. He's Ro- so good. <laughs> he is so good. Robert Davy as Jake. Joe Pantoliano as Francis, which I I didn't know he was in this movie either. And we've been watching. Well, on and off the Sopranos, probably for the past couple of years. And he's like a big part of the Sopranos. Oh, I can barely remember the Sopranos. It's been so long. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good. I love it. Anne Ramsey as Mama Fratelli, which I feel like she is such a, the look about her is such a 80s. It reminds me of like Carol Maud and all yes. those types of movies. Oh, I, oh, yeah, definitely. I meant to look her up. Okay. Sorry. Keep oh, going. <laughs> uh, Lupe Ontiveros as Rosalita, which that whole plot line is hilarious to me. <laughs> Mary Ellen Trainer as Mrs. Walsh, and that's Great. kind of our main cla- our main cast. And oh, then okay. for some trivia, let's see. For some trivia. This isn't. Oh, uh, I didn't realize that Sean Astin's mother is Patty Duke. <laughs> oh yeah 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 i did I not remember that realize that <laughs> i like because like a lot of the notes have like i guess interviews that he had done about this movie and he mentioned his mom and i was like that's such a 
like a secret Nepo baby. (laughs) 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 One of those facts that like I've heard several times, but it never sticks Mm -hmm. in my brain. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like, a oh, that's so cool. (laughs) But uh, Sean Astin was allowed to keep the treasure map in the film. That was used nice. as like a little like trophy <laughs> souvenir. I mean, they had to have more than one made. <laughs> right. I think it was like the main one that was like in the frame. But um, uh-huh. apparently several years, several years later, his mother, Patty Duke, was like cleaning out his room or something and thought it was just an old piece of paper and threw it oh, away. No. <laughs> uh, like the bear children everywhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> This was really cute. When the rocks are falling in like the Indiana Jones-esque scene. Uh-huh. And Kihi Kwan is, he screams, holy S-H-I-T, because he like promised his mother that he would not cuss on film. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so cute. He was so cute, this movie. I know. They're all so cute. I was watching it. I was like, I feel like there were so many more Goonies, but there's just these four boys. <laughs> They're teenage friends. <laughs> yeah. His older brother and two random friends. <laughs> <laughs> the pirate ship that they eventually go to is entirely real. It's an entire humongous real ship that it took like, was it like two and a half months to build? Oh, and wow. And apparently post-filming it was offered to anyone who wanted to take it, but no one wanted it, so they had to scrap it. Oh, that's a shame. It's like, oh, you have a whole pirate ship. I'm Seriously. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pirate ship in St. Augustine that's just continually doing stuff. Might as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if, you know, Astoria had the Goonies ship. But, you know, I doubt on the West Coast there's a lot of pirate culture. I, it Probably felt not. very weird to be like, where are we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's more East Coast because of Britishness. Yeah, it's harder to get to the Pacific Ocean from <laughs> <Yeah>. Europe. <laughs> I think Pacific Ocean is also more dangerous. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but I, as a yeah. child, I always thought it was like Maine or like somewhere up on the East Coast. I never realized it was like... I think it's Oregon or Washington or something. Uh-huh. I think it's Washington. <laughs> but it does have like a weird... It has a New England vibe. I don't know. I always thought. I mean, obviously yeah. the beaches aren't like that probably, but I don't really know because I've never been to the beaches there. <laughs> me neither. So I want to though. Now I want to go to Astoria. Speaking yeah, of Astoria, <laughs> June 7th was officially declared Goonies Day <sighs> in 2010. It was the 25th anniversary. And then... I want to go to Astoria. <laughs> I know. I feel like a... It's like, there's a lot of good fun movie stops up there, I'm sure. And final piece of trivia. Did you know that all the characters have real names? Like full names, but they never yes, use them. Yes, I was noticing that. I was like, <laughs> what? Your name is Clark? <laughs> yes. So Mikey is Michael Walsh. Mouth is mm-hmm. Clark Devereaux. Data is Richard Wang. Brand <laughs> is Brandon Walsh. Chunk is Lawrence Cohen. Lawrence, and yes. Uh, Andy is Andrea Teresa Carmichael. She had three names. And Steph is Stephanie Steinbrenner. And Sloth is Lotney Fratelli. So Sloth <laughs> also has a name. <laughs> That's perfect. Every once in a while, they throw in the real names. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, what? I was noticing every detail. <laughs> I was it if I, like, wasn't paying attention or going out of the room. I was like, I got to rewind. I'm like, what are you doing? You, you know gotta, this movie. <laughs> you got to study for the manners and madness test. The pop quiz. <laughs> it's very important. <laughs> <sighs> was that all? Is there anything else? 
that's all. All right. So we start at in jail. <laughs> <laughs> this is also a scene that I forgot about that I was like, oh my God, <laughs> we're starting out really, uh, ooh. <laughs> it starts off so quiet because I was like, is my, are my speakers not working? But you just hear like the occasional clink of mm. like jail cells. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> right. Cops. This is how this movie opens. I forgot with a faked suicide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, basically there's a, we start with an escape from jail, the Fratellis and we kind of, there's like a police chase and that's mm-hmm. kind of how we meet all the Goonies. Like we see them as the police chase goes by them. Like honestly, the only really memorable one is Chunk with his food smashed against the <laughs> door. <laughs> yeah. I think Chunk is definitely my favorite. Of the goodies. He has the best heart. <laughs> yeah, he has the most heart, and he is just so, like, naturally funny, like, smashing your food up against the window because he's so <laughs> clueless. I just, yeah. I love when kids are like that. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> they, the, they ultimately escape via giant truck beach race, <laughs> which they become <laughs> lost in. <laughs> have have you forgotten to trust your mother <laughs> and then just join a truck race on the beach another random random <laughs> thing that i totally forgot but Me too. <laughs> i remembered when i saw it of course mm-hmm. so we go to the walsh's house and mikey and bran are bonding they have a really cute brother relationship they do it's very sweet. <laughs> uh mouth shows up who is Corey. <laughs> Haim, Corey Feldman, Corey Haim, Corey Feldman. (laughs) (laughs) And this is their last Goonie weekend. Chunk shows up. He has to do the truffle shuffle. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot, but I do like how Mikey's like sticking up for Chunk and he's like, guys, stop being mean to him. He's my friend. (laughs) Yes, totally. It's just mouth because, you know. Yeah. He's... He's got a mouth on him. <laughs> <laughs> He's the troublemaker. Yeah. But, but to open the fence, there's like, because this is the start of this. This movie is Mousetrap personified. I don't know if oh, you ever yeah. played that game. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was another fact I learned is like, if you look, you could see that on the contraption. It's like the it's named Ruby G, like a Rube Goldberg machine. I was gonna say it's a Rube, Rube, more like a Rube Goldberg movie, but yeah. I I like Mousetrap because that was the game I was playing at the time period I was watching oh, this movie. For sure. <laughs> that was like the the fun game that everyone was like, please let me play Mousetrap. <laughs> the most unnecessarily complicated, and <laughs> yes. actually not much of a game game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Data shows up or date is it Data? And he ziplines over. (laughs) Right through the screen. (laughs) And Bran is doing the quintessential 80s, which we have a tie to Twin Peaks because he hangs upside down from a pole. (laughs) (laughs) Doing those crunches. My dad had a pole 
in our house that mm-hmm. he would hang upside down from. So it was definitely <laughs> something that was happening all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> and those like, I know what, like uh, those like armband coil things. They're yes. like <laughs> little tiny they're accordions. Like, um, they have them now, but they're like made out of, what are they called? Like oh, resistance like bands. bands. Resistance bands, but that's just like the 80s boy version of it. <laughs> yeah. Metal coils, hardware. Yeah, there's like a funny little thing with a statue where they break off the penis. <laughs> they put it on upside down. <laughs> That's my mom's most favorite part. <laughs> nah, I forgot about that line. And it's just so like what prompted them to notice that that was their mother's favorite part? And why is that her favorite part? <laughs> well, I think we all know. <laughs> she just like looking of- at it. Speaking of mom, she comes in with Rosalita, who is also hilarious in this movie. So good. She's so good. <laughs> Mouth, a.k.a. Clark, because she calls her Clark, <laughs> offers to translate. Uh, it's, you know, a lot of he's like, like dr- talking about drugs and cockroaches. And she's yes. like, what have I gotten into? But I will point out that there's one point where they're in the bathroom mm-hmm. and the mother's head is like scraping the top of the ceiling. It's <laughs> like, how low is the ceiling in this bathroom? Maybe it's a, one of those old, old houses that, you know, people were much shorter back must then. Must be, must be. I don't even know for sure that was a bathroom, but it just looked like a bathroom. Yes. Okay, so basically she's, she's distracted because they are... <laughs> gonna lose their houses mm-hmm. all, all of them i guess are getting foreclosed upon so that they can build yes. a golf course Boo. and i know troy and his <laughs> father i don't know if i even write down where the people oh yeah hold on okay we haven't got there yet <laughs> <laughs> so mom leaves and they all head up to the band attic for some reason mm-hmm. and oh Mikey... this was funny they were like uh, was it? I can't remember if it was mouth or if it was chunk, but they were like, "Oh, let's go to the attic and see which which thing of yours I can have a keepsake of because he's moving away." <laughs> and they're all like, "Yeah, let's go see." <laughs> Except for Mikey, who the whole time is like trying to be the good kid and be like, "No, no, no, yeah. don't touch anything." Don't touch anything. <laughs> it's my dad's stuff. But he gets sucked into a treasure map that he finds, and mm-hmm. so it's like. All right, I will encourage the destructiveness because there's like a running joke that Chunk breaks everything that he touches. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> he gives it to him to hold. <laughs> you hold this. <laughs> At this, this is where I first wrote, they all have ADD because this movie oh, is the most ADD yes. movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so he, I definitely rewound this speech because I was like, what? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> so he sets up the story of the pirate, which is... Uh, the story of One-Eyed Willie. Mm-hmm. He stole a ship, and then the British sent an armada, which I'm pretty sure is a Spanish thing, so that's it is. already... <laughs> it's like, also, if you're on the West Coast, then that doesn't make sense, but... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he tells the whole story of how he, Willie retreated into a cave, and then they sh- shot cannons, and it blocked him in, and... He got stuck there forever, and then he killed everyone in his crew. So no one would find treasure. But apparently someone got out to tell the tale. And (laughs) they also find a news report in which Chester Copperpot, a famous pirate (laughs) hunter, was like, I have the key to One-Eyed Willie. (laughs) And there's also this doubloon that he finds with holes in it. Yes. Okay. But they have to leave the attic because jerk alert. (laughs) <laughs> Troy and his dad are here, 
and uh yeah so they're they're just jerks you know they're like mm. we're gonna have your house it's very 80s <laughs> we yeah. were really concerned with the rich and the poor in the 80s <laughs> and... <laughs> okay so then we just kind of get like the cindy lopper singing the goonies theme which uh, is so good the best cindy lopper song it i believe <laughs> <laughs> There is a music video for the song, and it is 12 minutes long. <laughs> Where the, ha- the premise is her becoming a goody, <laughs> which is like perfect. I, I, I've definitely seen that. Yeah. Uh, uh, my brain stopped. Okay. I don't know what I was about to say. <laughs> also, I'm not really sure why everyone is like moving out of the state entirely. Why don't they just like move to another area? Maybe like it's, another house in town. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things where they're like, oh, well, we have family here, but we have family here, so we'll just go here. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. It just seems so drastic that they're all like, we're leaving forever. <laughs> Maybe they're not, but I know that Data is, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's at the very least moving away. Yeah. Okay, so, oh, also he empties out, or he, he's got his fateful marble bag. We see that in this scene. Okay, but they all basically tie up Bran and escape. And (laughs) (laughs) this is also, I believe there's a scene here that's like a deleted scene. Mm -hmm. It's somewhere where they're all in a convenience store. Yes. And it was in the original like movie release version Mm -hmm. along with the octopus scene, which is later. (laughs) But (laughs) I remember i remember the first time i saw that scene as a special feature which was much later in life and going like having a core memory of that of that <laughs> scene and being like i think i saw this in the movie theater <laughs> yes so i read that both of those scenes the convenience and the octopus were originally on the on the original release and they were omitted when it went to vhs but on the HBO showings or on TV showings, they just kept them in. So you could still see it on TV, but for some reason, <laughs> yeah, I remember like TBS it. for some reason had mm-hmm. the octopus version. Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I definitely remember seeing those scenes, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially the convenience store scene. Okay, so we have Troy, or no, 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 Bran has to steal a child's <laughs> bicycle. <laughs> So he's on this tiny bike with training wheels. So funny. And Troy, Andy, and Steph drive by, and Troy tries to kill him, which I'm like, not a great idea when you're about to foreclose because you don't want to be charged with attempted murder. (laughs) (laughs) It's the 80s. Who cares? Yeah, I guess we we found out rich people can get away with anything. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, so the boys find a match to the doubloon on the coastline, Mm -hmm. and it all lines up so that the restaurant is where they want to look. Mm-hmm. And this restaurant, they're like, it's it's just not open. And it looks like it should be condemned because like it's burnt <laughs> out and <laughs> falling it's apart. cobwebs everywhere. <laughs> the kids hear gunshots and do not question it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Only Chunk does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chunk is the voice of reason. <laughs> <laughs> they try to go in or they manage to go in and... I just called her Ma the whole time because yeah, that's pretty Mama. much what I would call her. I think Ma. she her is she her name is Mama Fratelli. So. Mama Fratelli. <laughs> Instead of 
kicking them out and telling them that they are closed, she invites them in for some reason. And <laughs> I was like, from an adult perspective, these kids are so chaotic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's probably why immediately she regrets it. <laughs> totally. Mikey sneaks down to use the bathroom, quote unquote, and mm-hmm. helps Sloth, who is chained up in the basement. And I think we might have seen Sloth, but this is like the, really the first time we really see Sloth. Yeah, face. At least his face. Yeah. Bran arrives and kind of saves the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Ma says, kids suck. <laughs> <laughs> there are a few lines I just had to write. <laughs> <laughs> it's so memorable. So they're all standing outside when the Fratellis leave. And somehow they don't notice them. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> then Andy and Steph show up. And there's a whole bunch of hijinks, of course. which result in them finding this passage in the fireplace grate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, I feel like I can't tell all the hijinks in this movie. There's just, there's a million hijinks. Oh, yeah. It's it's like, you know, it's a Steven Spielberg production. It's, there's yeah, all sorts there's of. There's like almost kissing. There's a water yeah. bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was like, please do not drink that water. Who It looks like oh, it's so old. <laughs> it's so disgusting when Chuck is like going to drink it, but then it goes all over his face. I was like, that is <laughs> probably brown water going in your eyes. Disgusting. Okay. You, you just got an amoeba. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a whole big counterfeit money machine, which mm-hmm. makes the most unrealistic looking money I've ever seen. <laughs> the most like perfectly flat <laughs> piece of paper money. There is a dead body in the ice cream freezer. Ooh, so disgusting. Which we, I think we find out just randomly through a random line is a f- f- fed, like an FBI agent. Oh, I don't even remember that part, but I believe you because <laughs> I was like trying to figure out who it was. And I was like, are we supposed to know who it is? And that makes sense actually. Cause they escaped from prison. I, yeah. I mean, I think that's what they said. Again, I've seen this movie so many times and I was rewinding going, Wow, what's this line? I've never heard this before. (laughs) So anyway, Chunk gets stuck in the freezer with the dead guy. They all go down the fireplace tunnel. Luckily, the Vertellis are just as chaotic and ADD as the children. (laughs) Definitely a theme in this movie. (laughs) Yeah. Chunk manages to escape so that he can go get the police. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they're down in the tunnel. First thing that happens is the worst thing that could possibly happen. Steph loses her glasses and they get stepped on. (laughs) (laughs) The trials and tribulations of a cape with glasses. (laughs) (laughs) They're always breaking. It's the saddest thing in the movie. (laughs) Although I can function without glasses, even though I'm pretty blind. So it's not like (laughs) you're totally without, but like still. It's still very annoying. Because then you have to tell your parents, and then your parents get mad at you. (laughs) Totally. Data has lights for a second. (laughs) (laughs) He's got so many contraptions that he definitely saves the day a few times with. Oh, yeah. He's like Inspector Gadget. Yeah, his belt says 007 on it. (laughs) Oh, I didn't notice that. That's so cute. (laughs) Chunk, meanwhile, manages to stop the worst possible car, (laughs) the Fratelli's car. (laughs) And immediately, instead of looking at who he's talking to just spills all of his all the beans yes <laughs> <laughs> then the goonies show up 
underground at a place with a bunch of pipes so they <laughs> bang on them and hilarity ensues up above culminating with troy on an exploding toilet <laughs> <laughs> which i thought was like i was trying to figure out that scene because i didn't recognize that it was troy at first and it looked like he because he, he was wearing like a sweatsuit but it was like this bright orange and i was like is this kid in prison because <laughs> he had white slip-on shoes <laughs> it was just so interesting looking but it was very hilarious and one of my most memorable lines is when they go let's get out of here like now <laughs> <laughs> very shaggy <laughs> yeah and the exploding pipes basically open up a passage for them mm -hmm. okay so then up top the fratellis are threatening chunk <laughs> and he gives up his friends in a second <laughs> he's the sensitive emotional one you can't <laughs> can't take too much yeah he also proceeds to tell them every bad thing he's ever done in his yes. life yes <laughs> <laughs> maybe that was a part of his plan the whole time just keep stalling <laughs> yeah he really does win them over <laughs> with his craziness <laughs> Meanwhile, down underground, Andy is having a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> the most relatable. <laughs> <laughs> the Goonies find Chester Copperpot. Or his skeleton, his remains. But Yeah, there's a lot of skeletons in this movie. <laughs> oh, of course. They also find a key because he has the key to One-Eyed Billy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Data goes to set some booby traps while <laughs> Mikey accidentally sets off a real one. <laughs> and that's when all the, the, the boulders. <laughs> and then bats. <laughs> <laughs> they just shoot out of the cave. <laughs> Babies! <laughs> I love that scene because it's like such a 80s like kids movie where it's like, the bats flying all around them and they're all like screaming, like, talking perfectly like, ah, bats, bats, bats. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then up top, Chunk is telling his movie theater vomit story. <laughs> <laughs> and bats erupt from the fireplace, proving that he's been telling the truth all along mm -hmm. and saving his hand from the blender. <laughs> oh i did read that apparently that whole like theater movie theater vomit story is based on a real life prank that steven spielberg pulled when he was a kid of course of course <laughs> of course <laughs> sounds terrible <laughs> okay so the, the goonies reach a beautiful waterfall <laughs> which must be some sort of hot spring judging by how much steam is coming off of it yes <laughs> And they're like, it's just full of coins because it's from the wishing well. Mm -hmm. And I think Steph says, these are somebody else's wishes, somebody else's dreams. And <laughs> then Mouth says, this one's my wish and it didn't come true. So I'm taking it back. I'm taking yeah. it all back. <laughs> well, you know, he's got to be the, he's the foil for Steph. Yes. They have like a crazy relationship, even though. Mm -hmm. There's no setup that they know each other at all. <laughs> yeah, no. They're very, uh, yeah, they're very combative. Which apparently, <laughs> I, I did read, according to Corey Feldman's autobiography called Choreography, uh, <laughs> they did not get along on set, so. <laughs> well, you know, teenage girls don't really love prepubescent boys. <laughs> what can no, I say? No, no. <laughs> 
Unless they have a little brother. Exactly. And even then, maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so Troy's at the top of the well. (laughs) This is hilarious. (laughs) So, like, they ask him to put down the bucket. Chunk, meanwhile, gets tied up with sloth. And the (laughs) Vitellis go to follow the kids. (laughs) (laughs) But down in the wishing well, Mikey gives a rousing speech and convinces them all to keep going because it's their time. It's their time. Here. <laughs> down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. <laughs> <laughs> I also love that, like, before they start talking to Troy, that he's, like, trying to be cool with his guys. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to, like, you know, I'm going to make a wish to get with uh Oh God! As what's as Andy? Andy. And I was like, yeah. that doesn't sound right, Andy. And so he like flips the coin in, and then it immediately gets flipped right back out. <laughs> <laughs> that wish ain't coming true, Troy. Nope, <laughs> she made sure of it. <laughs> yeah, she sends back up his Letterman jacket, and mm-hmm. she doesn't go with it. And he says, "Andy, you goonie!" goonie. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Sloth and Chunk bond over chocolate. (laughs) And Sloth breaks his chains from the zoo for a baby Ruth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Down below, they find the rocks that the key that they found on Chester Copperpot Mm -hmm. fits into. And yet another booby trap is set off. (laughs) Which data, data... plummets but he's saved by his pinchers of power (laughs) (laughs) they dangle him right above the the sharp spears i mean that's a pretty good invention because it does not look in any way like it would work (laughs) oh no (laughs) but you know it's data he's he's a tech whiz he is but also the floor opening up was the passage so they go down there Okay, so Chunk, a.k.a. Lawrence. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's him and Sloth. The Fratellis are gone. So he calls the police. The policeman makes a Gremlins reference. (laughs) (laughs) He does. (laughs) And Sloth is like, forget this. We're going down this fireplace too. (laughs) (laughs) Then the Goonies take a pee break. Mikey and Andy end up kissing accidentally. Again, hijinks, (laughs) hijinks, hijinks. My favorite part of that scene is like where it like the camera pants to his feet and because he's so short and little, they're like dragging along. <laughs> it's so yes. funny. And she's like, Does Brand have braces? <laughs> but the Fratellis are in hot pursuit. They're so close. They have to cross this log by a waterfall <laughs> and data does some slick shoes to yes. to foil to foil them yes and it works really well <laughs> but they also have to play this big bone piano <laughs> yeah. i really went through a lot to set up this whole contraption i know <laughs> his treasure was very important to him it's funny because mouth is the translator and he's reading the map which is written in spanish but it <laughs> rhymes in english <laughs> <laughs> look don't look too deep into it <laughs> i think this looks really difficult because i know yeah. how to read music and play the piano but this looks nothing like a piano it looks like maybe an organ and i mm-hmm. have no idea how you'd even begin with an organ is it the same i, I, don't, I don't know, know. maybe that maybe that's why she has so much trouble with it oh, speaking of organs i just got a 
record of Carnival of Souls. Uh huh. The soundtrack. I'm so Ooh. excited. <laughs> okay, <anyway. laughs> That's a good one. But okay, so anyway, they succeed and water slide because it can't be an 80s adventure movie without a slide. <laughs> I was thinking during this whole scene that this was probably the most fun scene to shoot. <laughs> I loved water parks and this was like what me maybe anytime there was water anywhere I wanted to be in it even like Mm. at the mall I used to have a dream that I would clean mall fountains for a living (laughs) so I could get into the water at the mall (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah I've always wanted there to be like a adult like water park but that was like clean (laughs) but I don't know Mm. if that's necessarily possible because I just love water parks so much (laughs) I know. I haven't been in so long. Me neither. I don't know that I love it as much as I did when I was a kid, but I do Probably love not. a lazy river. <laughs> oh, a lazy river is kind of like perfect. But yeah. I feel like a water slide and water f- rides, quote unquote, would definitely mo- hurt a lot more than they used to. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. Okay. But anyway, the water slide leads to the ship. Yes. Da, 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 da. They find this giant cavern with a big pirate ship in the middle. They get on. They start exploring it. Data says he's tired of falling and he's tired of skeletons. <laughs> 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 it's like, I would be too. Yeah. I would be too. <laughs> <laughs> too many skeletons. The kids almost mutiny <laughs> the lack of gold <laughs> that they're finding. <laughs> but then Mikey... Busts through, finds it. He has this touching moment with Willie in which we discover that not only does he have no eye, but he has no eye socket. So, <laughs> guess he never had an eye. Nope. He was born without one. <laughs> he was the first Goonie. <laughs> uh, so, the kids load up with rich stuff. <laughs> Mikey has some sort of spiritual bond with One-Eyed Willie because he knows where the booby traps are now. <laughs> and he's like, don't take that. But, okay, so they've loaded up. They, they're calling it rich stuff the whole time, which is really crazy. <laughs> but the Fratellis show up. Data helps, or he tries to help with his, you know, thing, oh, his, but his work this like, time. Like <laughs> a hidden boxing glove that shoots out. Yes. <laughs> doesn't work uh uh, the fratellis take all the golden jewels they make andy walk the plank and she's like (laughs) i can't swim with my hands tied (laughs) (laughs) that was another point where i was like oh my god they're gonna kill her i was like oh my god but brand jumps in to save her um, and then we hear, hey, you guys, <laughs> and Sloth and Chunk, Errol Flynn in. <laughs> <laughs> the Goonies all go overboard to try to get away. Mm-hmm. I think this is where the octopus scene is. I don't know if it's when they first land in the water before they yeah. get on the pirate ship or if it's here. But that's also a very silly scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it. So I feel like I should look it up because i think it's on youtube oh next time you come over i got the um oh, perfect special features so you can watch it okay yeah let's do that <laughs> on on board the fratelli brothers are trying to outsmart sloth but he is superman <laughs> he cannot <laughs> be outsmarted he's super strong yeah he breaks open his shirt he's got the superman i guess it makes sense if richard donner directed superman Hmm. yeah Brand and Andy finally kiss. <laughs> <laughs> For real. 
Yeah. Sloth strings up his brothers and throws his mother overboard. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Uh, But then the Fratellis set off the final booby trap with their greed and it accidentally blows a hole. Oh, no, no, no. The kids accidentally blow a hole with a stick of dynamite. Mm-hmm. they think it's a candle but they light it and <laughs> the whole time you're seeing this stick of dynamite as they're like carrying their candles around you'll see like dynamite on one and you're like when is this dynamite gonna happen <laughs> tnt <laughs> but because of the dynamite i guess and the booby trap rocks are falling all over the cave the fratelli's abandoned ship Sloth holds up a boulder to save the Goonies, and it's very touching. And mm. Chunk is like, I love you, Sloth. And Sloth Aww. says he loves him. So sweet. And the ship pulls up its own anchor and crashes through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> but when they get to the beach, the police and the parents and the news all arrive. There's some really, uh, like, I think the two best lines in this whole, like, parents getting together with their kids is mm-hmm. Data and his dad. And they're not even, it's not even in English, but the dad has a, a camera that pops out of his jacket. Oh, so And it, sweet. like, doesn't work. And Data says, you can't hug a photograph. And his dad says, you're my best invention. Oh, <laughs> it's so sweet. <laughs> I like the trope that, uh, like, when the, like, archetypes that the kids are, like, matches exactly to what their parents are. (laughs) It's so cute. The Fratellis show up (laughs) amidst all of the chaos, and they get arrested. The Goonies all jump to defend Sloth. As they should. He doesn't get hurt or arrested. Then Troy and his douchebag dad show up and rain on everyone's parade. And I'm like, right now? In the middle, there's cameras, and we're in a celebration. You're going to be like, do it now, Walsh. Seriously. I'd be like, Sloth, beat them up. <laughs> okay, anyway, and so he goes to side, and you hear uh, Rosa in the background mm-hmm. being like, no, put him in. That's what I'm in. <laughs> I don't know how to see this. I just remember, no, put him in. <laughs> Ah, Dios mios. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. But, but she has found the jewels in the marble bag, the one thing the Fratellis forgot to check. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Walsh tears up the contract and he says, there'll be no more signing today or ever again. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if that's enough jewels to really <laughs> We've got rubies and sapphires now. <laughs> Although I was watching, I think... Um, New Rockstars just did a deep dive on the Goonies. And apparently, according to maritime law or whatever, if you find a wreck, the -hmm. person who finds it is entitled to the money. So even though it went off, they would still be the ones who would get the money like if they captured the ship or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the ship appears on the horizon. And I think the final line is Mikey saying, bye, Willie. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> oh, so cute. Yeah. So, and that's the Goonies. Uh, the most goonies perfect. Good enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is like, yeah, it's the most earworm song. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, and... yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was doing that in my sleep. The yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely woke up. With <laughs> <this morning. laughs> uh, I love this movie. It's so perfect. Me too. 
Do you have a favorite part? <sighs> I think my favorite part is when Chunk is like winning the Fratellis over because he's telling them his sob stories. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> then like when they're like, when the bats all fly out, he like slips away just so he could eat more ice cream. <laughs> it's so <laughs> cute. It's so funny. I feel like Chunk is like comic, like comedic mastermind. Totally. Oh, God. I don't even know if I have a favorite part. I just love it. I love the whole atmosphere of it. I really like before they get to the passageway, like when Mm -hmm. they're out by the restaurant and it's all moody and you're seeing the coastline and... Yeah, definitely. And then I really love, of course, the water slide and (laughs) the octopus was the scariest part. (laughs) (laughs) Well, some would think that the dead body in the freezer was the scariest part. Some no, would be just, me. <laughs> because at the end, Data is like, the octopus was really scary. And they had cut, cut it out. Yeah, the but they did not cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> the, the octopus they defeat with a Walkman. Oh, that sounds <laughs> I love a little uh, invention. Electronics. Yeah, I think maybe it was just a Save little too silly. <laughs> <laughs> I say but, leave it in. Yeah, I love all of it. Mm-hmm. I also Even love the Fratellis are great. <laughs> they are like they're they're very much those like the Home Alone type villains where it's like they're definitely like really bad people, but they just are dumb enough to get thwarted by children. <laughs> the one thing this movie needs is like a little girl goonie. Who's yes. like a Max from Stranger Things or something. Yeah, where, <laughs> where it's like, oh, she's just the girl goody, but she could like fight for real and <laughs> she sticks totally. up for all her friends. Totally. Like the Steph's secret... younger sister or something. <laughs> yeah, like the secret brains of the operation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I also really uh, love the seed where they're crossing the log and Data does his, what are they called? The slippery? Slick slippery? shoes. Slick shoes. <laughs> And then the Fratellis try to cross and the first Fratelli does a perfect like backflip on the log. <laughs> uh, so good. Yeah. There's a lot of tension in that part. Oh, the Fratellis sure. get to them so fast. It takes them forever to mm-hmm. get there. And the Fratellis are just like, well, thanks for clearing the way for us. <laughs> uh, I love this movie. Yeah. It was a really... Great nostalgic way to end the summer of hot. (laughs) (laughs) And hopefully prepare for the fall. Definitely. Makes me excited for the fall. Yeah, I'm excited. Next week, we got to check in and then Mm -hmm. we are starting Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. (laughs) Pride and Prejudice. The book. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm excited for it. I feel like this is one of those quintessential parts of totally. not only like Jane Austen like universe, but like literature in general. Totally. I we I read this senior year of high school. <clears throat> I uh this was like one of those books where because I was like in a certain program, uh we didn't read it, but like everyone else in the high school read it. And so it was like <laughs> <laughs> this is the one book I don't know. Uh-huh. Well, I'm excited to read it, but we'll talk more about that next week. Yes. And we'll talk to y'all next week. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Thank you for listening. And we will see you goonies next week. (laughs) You goonies. 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 Bye. Good night. (laughs) 
If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can DM us on Instagram at Manners and Madness Pod, or you can DM us on Twitter at Manners Madness, or you could email us at Gmail using Manners and Madness at gmail.com. And if you would like to leave a voice message on our website, you can at managedmadness.com. And it's about a minute long. Yes. And we would absolutely love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple or Spotify or the podcast app of your choice. It really means a lot to us and helps get more people to listen to the podcast. Also, we have a donate button, which is on our website, mannersmadness.com as well. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Any help is very much appreciated. Very much. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Good night. Bye. Bye.